Hello, beautiful warrior women. It's Karen McCoy here, and welcome to our podcast YouTube channel, Over 40 Fit and Lean, talking all things fitness, food, mindset, and lifestyle for women over 40. All right. Today, I want to chat about why is it that we fall off track with our training and our best eating plans, and how can we get around that? So this is the way I always see it. Everything that we do is a matter of mindset, right? So many of you might know if you own your own business or if you've taken uh, personal development courses, there's a equation. Success is 20% strategy, 80% mindset, right? So the strategy piece and what I do in my world is uh, the food plan and the fitness plan. So that's the strategy pieces. And believe it or not, they're actually not that hard to put in place once we come to learn the client, her expectations, her goals, her background, her lifestyle, uh, her family. We have to take in the whole meal deal, right, in order to create a food plan where she can still live her life, but she's hitting her goals. Usually those goals are to lose weight, get lean, get toned. Um, Some of them want to build a bit more. But really what we do is create a sustainable food and movement plan moving forward as aging women because we can age well or we can age at the whim of life and it doesn't work very well when we do it that way. So we're always about initiating the best strategy in order to get you in a kick-ass body and an amazing life moving forward. But what happens is a lot of women are looking at things from the wrong way. So I always say those of us that stay on track, stay with our food, um, stay relatively lean and continue to train our bodies through the decades. It's, it's not what we do, it's who we are. So it becomes um, woven into who we are. So I just want to just use a little example here. So I'm just going to go to school here for a minute. So this is where in my programming, what I endeavor to do is help women to see that what we do is not either or. Okay. So when we're looking at um, managing our fitness and trying to get our food in place, it takes a little while once we, you know, because it's a new thing. It's, 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 it's a new game. And so once it's in, in play, and we get feedback knowing that we're on the right track here because we have different things we've got to check in. We've got to check in with metabolism, your biochemistry, your hormonal profiles, your um, whether you're losing weight, your energy levels, your sleep, hydration, all that stuff, right? But after that's all set in place, what we do is we need to go into here, right, into the mindset piece. That's a big, big piece. I do more mindset stuff. Then I do fitness and food. The fitness and food are like the, the strongholds, right? The foundation of it all is the mindset. So I always say if you don't have um, proper thinking in line, it's kind of like building a house on sand. It doesn't, it doesn't sustain. That is also why 95% of all people that embark on a body transformation, physique transformation, weight loss plan, whatever it is, They lose their gains within 6 to 18 months, 95%, okay? You want to be the 5%. And this is one of the biggest things you need to initiate in order to make that a reality. So a lot of people will see life, right? Life is here. So here's life. And we've got all the stuff we have to do in the day. We've got work. We've got parenting. We've got shopping. We've got walking the dog, all that kind of stuff, right? Then... People tend to see fitness 
and shopping for food and making meals and learning their macronutrients. You know, what, what we do that, we do that with our women. We do the percentages around macronutrients according to women over 40. It's different than when we're 20 or 30. So us 40, 50, 60 plus women need to have specific protein, carbs, and fat percentages in place. Once we get that strategy piece in place, what happens is a lot of people keep it out here, right? So they've got, this is their life <laughs> over here, right? This is their, um, their new healthy living plan. So let's just call it the HLP, healthy living plan. And what they're trying to do is they're trying to fit it into here, right? Instead, what we want to do, airbrush, what we want to do is we want to weave it in. Okay, so it goes like this. That has to be the healthy living plan. Because if we wait for time to show up, if we wait for um, more resources, if we wait for life or stress or challenges to settle down, to make a clear path where we can, oh, now tend to our food, oh, and now get to the gym, it usually doesn't happen. And so we have to weave it into who we are, not what we do. On the outside is what we do, and they're trying to shove it in to a very busy life. But when we make it who we are, we don't barter, we don't compromise, and our healthy living program is woven into our day. And that just takes time, guys. It takes consistency of action. And it takes a real desire to see your health and wellness as something that is in your billions of cells that will never leave you. So it actually is intrinsically in you anyways. And we often will put it on the outside and just like trying to fit it in. And then something happens, right? We, uh, we lose time. We do more work at work. We um, have to pick up the kids after school. We have holidays. We have celebrations. All these things that kick it out. But if you have it so your normal is this instead of either or, then you don't barter with it. But here's the deal. If something does happen and you can't get to the gym for a week or something just throws you off your game, when you're thinking in this way, when it's woven into the fabric of who you are, then you don't barter with it and you know you'll always get back to it, right? And so if we're living with our healthy living plan on the outside and we're trying to fit it in, what happens is that's the first thing to go, right? And what we want to do is be able to weave it in and this becomes our new normal. So it's always the way you think about things. And this takes strategy. It takes consistency. It takes patience, right? It takes a game plan. And it takes consistency in your food and your movement plans. So, so that's the last thing I want to share with you is, thank you, whiteboard. You can go back to your place now because you're so darn big. Oh, school started. This is the first day of school. There you go. I'm in teacher mode. And so you have to have um, a food plan food program, whatever you want to call it, eating plan, and a movement plan that is sustainable. That's the other important piece because 
what we're living in, in a, is a world of Google searches and a conveyor belt of diets and um, TikTok and YouTube influencers and all this stuff coming out. And if anything, when women come and work with me, the first thing I have to do is detox all the noise from their brain. And um, I live in, in uh, on Vancouver Island in Victoria. And so, of course, we have a lot of those lovely uh, horses and carriages going all around the city, right? Very Victorian. But what they do with the horses is what I do with my clients is they put blinders on and they put these blinders on so they're not seeing all around and their attention isn't diverted. And so the horse goes straight and it's calm and it has its leader, the guy, the dude behind manning the reins, one person only. That is what we need to do when we move into any kind of a healthy living, healthy movement plan because it needs to be sustainable and you need to have a straight path. And so we tend to go all over the place or if something's not working, we're impatient. Maybe I'll try this. Maybe I'll try this. Maybe I'll try this. And that is the outside in approach. Okay. What we want is the inside out approach. Everything is an inside job. Healthy relationships, healthy relationship to money, healthy, uh, healthy marriage, healthy parenting, and recognizing and supporting a healthy body and a healthy living routine. All of those are inside jobs and that's where it needs to stem from. Remember that foundation we're talking about? The mindset piece. And it has to have heart in it. And if the head and the heart are not connected, you're always going to see exercise or eating well as, oh, do I have to? Oh, this is such a pain. Oh, I want to socialize. I'm, no, I'm not having any fun. Um, this is going to be drudgery. That is a, not a long-term sustainable strategy. So however you get to somewhere, if you're, say, wanting to lose weight, however you get there with your eating strategy has to be how you're staying there, too. So a lot of people want to do a big fast or they want to um, cut, uh, you know, food groups out or they want to do this diet or that diet thinking I'll lose the weight and then life can start. Life starts right when it starts, right when you decide today is the change. And that food plan has to be sustainable for the next 10, 20, 30 plus years on the planet. And if you wiggle off of it, it's okay because that becomes your normal. And you have to create a new normal in your brain because that's your default setting, okay? So you the neurotransmitters in your brain are always firing. And so you're in a habit, but that habit takes time. They say 21 days. I say it's longer than that, guys, because I've been doing this for a long time. And I can put somebody on an eating plan and a movement plan for 21 days, and I'm telling you, Still, within four, five, six months, if there's not that devotion and they don't have the um, mentor or the leader or the accountability there, most people, up to their own devices, fall away. So it takes as long as it takes. That's all. But it takes patience, persistence, right, consistency of action, and it takes falling away and then you pull yourself back. So we call that the bounceability, right? So you fall away from your plan and you don't beat yourself up. You go, oh, okay, I'll get back to it. And you get back to it. Most people don't get back to it. That's the problem is something happens and life takes them away and they see that as the norm. And they'll say, well, I was really good until this happened or that happened. Those of us warriors, sorry, warriors, who have been doing this a long, long time, it is our normal. Remember what I said earlier, it's not what we do, it's who we are. It is woven into the fabric of our daily life. It's like 
you're not just a parent part-time. You are a parent. That is who you are, right? And those of us who have stuck around in the fitness and uh, management of food for decades, it's because it's who we are. We are somewhat obsessed with it, but we have made a promise to self and it's a commitment. And it's just a different way of thinking uh, about it. But it does take time and it takes leadership and it takes being able to also see other women who are actually doing it because there's a lot of us that are doing it. But when you're at the devices of mainstream and the Google searches and the TikTok, it's creating a frenetic energy and all you're hearing is all the stuff that's not working. So you have to manage your energy and your frequency. And you have to live over there instead of over there. And you have to decide what is it that I, I need to create in order to get the outcome that I want. So what do I need to believe and who do I need to become to get the outcome that I want? So what do I need to believe? There's the beliefs, right? Who do I need to become? Self-identity. To get the outcome, shapely, strong, aging well, that I want. That's all. And it comes with asking better questions, but it also comes with having a different way of looking at it and creating a new normal. So when life takes you out sometimes, and it takes us all out, your fallback isn't what you were doing before where you give it all up and, oh my gosh, I was doing so well and then something happened and I haven't been to the gym in three years. Or I gained 50 pounds because life happened. That is your normal, right? That's your default setting. And you have to make your default setting in place where it's at a higher plateau, where you have a stronger commitment, but it takes time and consistency and leadership in order to get there. And also to see other women doing it. So you got to get off of Google. You got to get off of TikTok. And you got to get off of Instagram. Those are fine to kind of look at once in a while. But if you're letting that lead the pack, 95% of all people... <laughs> lose their gains, their physique gains and goals within six to 18 months. Why do you think that is? It's not the program. It's not even the diet plan. It's this. So weave what you want into your daily life and don't take no for an answer. I remember when I started in this game ooh, a long time ago. I'm not going to date myself. Okay, it was 1981. And... Um, we didn't, we called it training back then. We didn't call it a workout. We, we, were, we were training. And I remember that it was so unusual for women to be in the gym training. Actually, I got kicked out of a gym when I was 21 because I was a female training in a weight training gym. And the then manager said to me, you are a diversion to the male clientele. And if anybody, you guys know me, you guys who know me know me, I don't wear skimpy little outfits. I don't do the little booty uplifting stuff. I, I um, dress for comfort in the gym and usually no makeup. I'm in, you know, like light clothes, like airy clothes because I'm all about the performance. So I had no idea what he's talking about, but I hustled my ass out of there pretty embarrassed at 21. And now we are the majority in the gyms. It's so interesting. 
but we didn't call it workouts. We called it training. And I remember thinking, and I was so into it. I was so inspired because I was looking at muscle and fitness and I was living in Banff, Alberta, where there's tons of athletes doing tons of stuff. And a lot of them were using weight training for their, for their strength and conditioning. And I was in the gym and I would see the Alberta ski team, the women coming in and training with the weights. And, um, and I remember watching them. There was like five of them. And I was just watching them from afar. There was no music. There was no, no headphones back then, nothing. They were totally silent. And they were so into the groove of the movements. It was really beautiful to watch. And I remember saying to my then boyfriend, I want a body like that. But more importantly, I wanted a mindset like that. I wanted that devotion. I wanted that focus and that commitment. And that was what really drew me in. Those women were so into the exercises. They weren't chatting amongst each other. They didn't have fancy clothes, but they were doing tried and true movements with just precise, exact execution. And they had beautiful shape and form and amazing concentration. And that was what drew me into the sport of bodybuilding to start with. And I knew that if I, I was in a tourist town, man, okay, like I was in hospitality. You know what people in hospitality do when work finishes? Yeah, they stick around and they have a few drinks and they have a few parties. And you from Banff, you know what I'm talking about. No stories. You can't tell any stories. Okay, out of school here. Uh-uh. And um, I would say I was going to the gym. I was going to train. And people were like, what? you're no fun okay this is how people downsize you and you guys kind of know this for some of you you're no fun anymore uh you know you you you're getting too skinny or whatever the negatives used to be uh come on just come with us and what i learned to understand was that i had to prioritize that time and i had to make a schedule for my training and i was training five days a week and i had to schedule it in and so when it came to booking a hair appointment for example, I no longer would say, I can't do that, I'm going to the gym, because they would be like, what? Now you can say it, like 40 years later, it's okay to say it, because everybody's into it, and it's kind of a cool thing, and I love that, but back then, if I dared say, no, I got, and they're like, uh-uh-uh, so if I had to get a hair appointment, or if I had to, you know, get my bike looked at, or anything, I worked it around my workouts. My workouts were only an hour a day, five days a week. It was only five hours out of 168 hours in a week. So I said to myself, if I don't prioritize this and if I don't work around it, life's going to keep pulling it away. And I really, really wanted to get into this uh, bodybuilding thing, into this fitness thing. And from that day forward, I have maintained that and I work around it. And I strategize around my exercise uh, plan for the gym. Because if I don't, I'm human like everybody else and it'll get sucked away. So it all depends on how you strategize it. And like I say, make it woven into the fabric of who you are. And then you won't barter with it and you won't give it up. And then people started calling it a workout. Like 20 years later, I'm like, working out what? What, are you outside in the yard? Now everybody calls it a workout, but... When we were there, we called it training. Anyways, I hope that's helpful to you ladies. Okay, so just keep on keeping on.
If you're consistent and you're persistent, you will see results, I promise you. And weight training, bodybuilding, body shaping, physique, isolation work, whatever you want to call it, is the ultimate best for women over 40. It is safe. It has fast results. It builds biochemistry. It balances hormones, balances cravings and sugars. It lowers blood pressure, lowers cholesterol. It does so many amazing things. And it's safe and it's beautifying for women moving forward. So in the next session, we're going to talk about all the circuit training and all the hits and all the little running around like a million miles per hour. Forget it. You don't have to do that. If you want to do it, that's fine. But that's not how we create a strong physique and strong biochemistry. Okay, you guys, remember, it's not what you do. It's who you are. Weave your healthy living program into your daily life and you will never lose a moment of what you work so hard to gain. Okay, ciao for now.